and welcome to this week's edition of Waves, the Unpredictable Podcast. So as I said before, this is a revamped, rebranded situation and I want for you to come into each episode with an open mind and an open heart. Each topic might not be something that I'm familiar with, something I'm passionate about, but each topic means something to someone. And that's the most important thing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So I could say so many things about each chapter of the book, but I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to give anything away. So... Let's begin with chapter one, the end. I chose to title the first chapter, the end, because it's it's a symbolic representation for an end of an era for me. As you all all know, the the title of the book is The 19H, and what it symbolizes is an itch, an ache, something that has been bothering me for so many years, and I finally had the opportunity to sit down and really and truly let everything go. So I wanted the first chapter to represent the end of an era, the end of holding a burden. I I symbolize my life sometimes as how in Greek mythology, how Zeus um, gave Atlas the world and he had to carry the world. I wasn't carrying a world, but I was carrying a lot of burdens that I didn't think I should have had to. So I said to myself, in writing this book, I want all the readers to know that from this moment on, you're no longer that person. You will always be that person, but you know now that you have things that you have to work on and that you're putting yourself in a position to work on those things. Chapter two, step by step. Uh, as I have, there are some chapters in this book where if I tell you I don't remember what I wrote, I really don't. But this, and this is one of them for sure. But let me see if I can express in words what I meant when I wrote this chapter. There are so many subliminal readings behind this chapter. One is a Jordan Sparks song. One is from my favorite um, PBS Kids show when I was growing up. And in writing this episode, I wanted to represent the journey that each person takes. I think that in everything that we do, we sometimes don't take into consideration that your journey is not my journey. And with the reference from Cyber Chase, which is the childhood show I loved, um, there's Hacker and there's Digit. Let me just see if I could summarize this quickly. So Hacker took an advantage in a competition that Digit and everybody was in. And Digit and and his gang sat and analyzed it and realized that while Hacker thought he gave them the disadvantage, what he really did was let them win. And in moments of our lives, we look at other people we look at their, how they're living, and we sometimes say we're at a disadvantage. But what we don't realize is that our steps are not their steps. We all have our different paths. We all have our different outcomes. And a lot of people don't take that into consideration because we just want to reach there. 
but we don't appreciate here. We don't appreciate where we're at right now. We just want the end product. And I, a good example is there used to be like a thing on like cable years ago where they used to show you how they made things. So how they made chocolate chip cookies, how they made um, candy corn, how they made popcorn, how they made Pringles. And with each step, they would actually go through. Um, I would add, we add sugar and glucose at this point and and you would be amazed by the end product just to see a piece of potato chip that we eat and never think about again. And for all the workers in that factory, they don't think about that end product. Well, they have to, duh, but they enjoy the process of it. So I want for everybody to read this book to take a moment in their life and enjoy their process, enjoy their journey, enjoy their step-by-step till they reach that like rightful gate where they're like yeah i've made it enjoy that until you enjoy your run until you reach your finish line because when you get there even though it may be a moment of joy you have to reflect on everything you did up to this point and i think that all of us want to reflect and smile you know The second chapter of my book is based on the family. It's titled F is for Family, which is a running gag I have from a amazing Netflix show that came out, I think it was by Bill Murray, like a few years ago. And in this chapter, I will not lie to a single soul. I didn't put my all into the chapter. I didn't do that because what I would have wanted to say to many people in Caribbean culture would be considered disrespectful. I try my best to express my opinion while still holding some truth and holding some respect to the majority of my family. I try my best to be as nice as I could, but I would be lying if I said there aren't things I want to say. I could can't I can't say but then I can't go to my family reunions, so I sh- chose not to share. But at the same time, I think that what that reflects in my life is how each family is different. I think there's a level of authenticity to a family unit, but I think there is also, especially again in the Caribbean, where there's like a shadow in which we portray one thing, but we don't always show authentic selves. And in writing that chapter, it really dawned on me the effect and the impact that has on generations coming to come. Because in my generation, I question a lot of things. So I would look at something when I was five and now I'm 21 and I'm like, that's not okay. That wasn't right. That was mean. And now I would outrightfully say I, I would call them out on it, but I can't because that's disrespectful. I'm saying all this to say that each person's family is special in its own way. And you should just appreciate your family for what they are. You're not going to find a set of gems everywhere you go, but appreciate them for the impact they've had on your lives. Because even though I would never admit this to their faces, they've impacted my life in their own unique way. 
and it's something I always have to give thanks for and be grateful for them for. And welcome back. So the fourth chapter in the book is titled The Chosen Ones. And as I said in the last, in the second chapter, there are some chapters I have no recollection of, but this is the one. This chapter is dedicated to some of the most important people in my life. We have moments where we say, well, we have, of course, we have a family and our families are blood, but there are people that we chose to be a part of our family, and this is people that I chose. And I regret not a single one. I think that God has blessed me to have the most amazing group of people around me. Not only persons to make me laugh, but persons to motivate me. Persons to make me see a light in me that I don't always see. And that is a gift from above. I could call everybody's name now, but I'll leave out somebody. So I'm not going to do that. But what I will say is find a good group of people in your life. People that you know would stand by your side. People that you know and that you could trust to be there for you at all times. Because for many of us, we don't have that. I've had friends before who, if you ask me their name now, I don't remember. Persons who hold no value to my happiness now. And the minuscule value that they once hold, held no longer exists. I appreciate them for that. But it no longer exists. So I say this to say, find your chosen ones. Hold them tight. Never let them go. And remind them each and every time that you can, that you love them, that you appreciate them. And you don't know where you will be without them. And this is the last chapter that we'll be talking about in this segment of the episode, and it's called the Four Hours. Now, I can actually I can't say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I get charged with defamation of character, but I'll just give you a summary of what happened last year. Yeah, which would have been 2019, 2020, 2020, yeah, I'm trying to remember yet, I'm so sorry, I lost the concept of time, but in 2020, I had had some type of infatuation towards a guy, and this guy had been in my life for about, since 2019, 2018, it's like two, three years at that point, and when I actually like told him because I'm like one of those fraud people like I would just tell you to get over it because I hate not knowing stuff and like that and I told him he said that he liked me but he did like me and that he moved on because he didn't tell me and something about um, having somebody else and he had to let me down and in that moment I oh, I'm not gonna lie I didn't feel anything I didn't feel like sad and feeling that way, I was very normal. Like I guess I'm just one of those people. But when I got home, I realized that 
for many people rejection is a different thing rejection people don't always deal with rejection the same way and as of you know recording this which is 2021 people aren't dealing with rejection in a good way in the world so this chapter is actually dedicated hold dedicated to him in a sense or inspired by him not dedicated and it's holy four hours rejection reality realization and resolution so in reading this chapter you're going to learn from my perspective how to deal with rejection how to understand it how to process the entire like span of it and final resolution and be able to move on from a rejection and allow a rejection to harbor in you until you are in a level of pain onto somebody else so i hope you enjoy that chapter as well this brings us to the end of this week's podcast i just want to thank each and every person who actually took the time to listen and to i hope that everybody's excited for this season being my book and book release and everything about the ups and downs of my last 19 years of life i'm only 19 now but the first 19 years of my life i should say so i hope that everybody will be back next week saturday for our next episode and hope everybody has a wonderful weekend see you next time on waves